Wow. I saw some of you crying. That's why we keep the lights down in here. Wasn't that amazing? Wow. I, when we first looked up uh, people signing up for baptisms, I noticed that almost everyone signing up to be baptized was under 40 years old, which was encouraging to me. You know, we, we want to be a church that, that passes our faith on to our kids and our grandkids, and it's so beautiful when, when we see that happening. So I'm privileged to be here today. I, I thought we would open up the scriptures for a few minutes today and take a look at an encounter that Jesus had with some folks that might resonate with, with some of you in the audience. You know, there are a lot of us out there today who are thinking, this is amazing. This is exactly what I've been thinking about, like wanting to see his lives transformed. I'm all about life transformation through following Christ. And yet I know and we know that there are some of us in this room who are a little bit more skeptical. I'm not skeptical about whether or not these lives were truly transformed. We know these people have changed and they are different now. They've, something has changed and, and the God as they know it maybe is, is real to them. But some of us are thinking, but, but is the God that they're proclaiming really real? And they say that they trust in Jesus. Is he really the one who changed them or was it that rehab program? Is there really a God in the universe? Did he really put on flesh and dwell among us? Did that Jesus really die on the cross and did that pay the penalty for our sins? Did he really raise from the grave? Did he really appear to a bunch of people and then ascend into heaven? Did Jesus really sit down at the right hand of the throne of God and is he really ruling and reigning throughout all the earth? And is he really going to come back and set up a kingdom that is never ending? Is that truly true? You know, we're not skeptical about whether or not these people experience life transformation, but some of us just might be skeptical about whether or not it was through following Christ. And if you're skeptical in here this morning, you're not alone. And Jesus, when he walked the earth, he encountered people who were skeptical of, of his ministry. Uh, people who came to him and said, okay, you're making some bold claims. But is it real? Is it true? Well, what do you claim, Jesus? In Matthew 21, there's some religious folks who have been watching Jesus over the course of a week as Jesus makes some bold claims about the state of the religious authorities in Israel. He turns over the temple tables. He rides in on a donkey, and people say, this is our king, and these religious leaders are skeptical. And so they come up to Jesus in verse 23. And it says that Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked. And who gave you this authority? And Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I'll tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. John's baptism. Where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? And they discussed it among themselves and said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the people because they all hold John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then Jesus said, neither will I tell you by what authority 
I am doing these things. It's interesting Jesus doesn't answer his skeptics directly. And so, by what authority do you do these things? Jesus could have said, well, God, I'm sent from him. I, I am him. I'm his son. But if you're skeptical, you know that those Christian answers, those Sunday school answers, really aren't helpful a lot of the times. You've got friends, you say, well, how do you know that God is real? And they say, well, the Bible says so. Like, well, how do you know the Bible's true? The Bible says it's true. Well, I'm sure the Quran says it's true, too. How do you know the Bible is true, even though it says that it's true? Well, I just do. Jesus apparently knows that if you just answer a question directly, skeptics aren't going to be like, oh, okay, good. That's all I was wondering about, right? They, they really want to know, what authority are you doing these things by? They know who he claims to be following. They're asking him, say it out loud, Jesus. Say that you're coming from the Father. So Jesus answers, and it's not like a riddle. He says, listen, I get it. You don't trust me. Let me ask you a question about somebody else that we can maybe agree on, John the Baptist. We know that the people believe that John the Baptist is a prophet. We know the people believe that John the Baptist was sent from God. And John the Baptist says that I'm the real deal. John the Baptist says I'm the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. I was with John the Baptist when the skies opened and the father said, this is my son whom I love, with whom I'm well pleased. Let's talk about John the Baptist. Where did his authority come from? And the religious leaders could have said, well, we know he's a prophet. But then they'd have to say, well, then Jesus must be legitimate too. But if they say, well, we don't believe John the Baptist was a prophet, and then everybody's going to get mad because everybody knew that John the Baptist was a prophet. And so they're trapped. And all they can say to Jesus is, <laughs> we don't know. And Jesus says, well, then I'm not going to answer your question. You know, that, that question about John the Baptist probably isn't cutting you to the heart right now. You're like, oh, man, John the Baptist. But I think what Jesus is doing here is when he encounters skeptics, he goes to the skeptic and said, okay, you know what? Let's not talk about all this intangible stuff that you don't know. Let's talk about what you do know. Right, some of you, the reason that you're skeptical and yet you're still here is because you've had an experience where you knew that God showed up and did something. You were in youth group and you knew he was real and it felt real and you saw it and you saw things changing and you knew there was something there, but now you're skeptical. You prayed to God and he answered one time. And so you know that he's, you think that he's there. So imagine Jesus coming to you like he did to these skeptics and saying, okay, hey, you know what? Let's not talk about all these intangible things. Let's talk about this. That experience you had in high school, was it real or not? That time that you were at rock bottom and you prayed and God brought you out of it and you knew unmistakably it was true, did that really happen or not? You know, the hard thing with a question like that is we don't want to answer that because when we answer those types of questions, we have to take a step forward and we don't know what's on the other side. That's what happened to these guys. Skeptics come to Jesus and when they're scared to answer a question about things that can put a foothold in this thing, they just say, you know what? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And Jesus says, you know what? If you're not going to engage with what you do know, I'm not going to come alongside you and bring you to what's next. 
I'm going to challenge for any of us in here today who are skeptical, whether you say, I'm not a Christian because I'm skeptical, or I've been coming to church my whole life, but I have this skepticism that keeps creeping in. Here's my challenge based on what Jesus was trying to do with these folks. Be real and honest with what you do know. If you know that there's a God somewhere, you just know it. You don't know all the other stuff. Let's start with this. Say out loud to yourself, to God, to someone this week, I know that there's a God. And say, God, what's next? Right? If you're not sure about all this stuff that we're talking about, but you know that there's a Jesus, right? Or you know that he died and it was for sins. You don't know if he resurrected. You know what? Be honest with what you do know and come to God and say, okay, God, here's what I do know. Because when we start seeking with our hearts towards what we do know and saying, God, what's next, what's next, what's next, we start moving forward. And hey, if there is no God, you're not going to move forward when you seek after this God that does not exist. But if there is one, he says, seek me and you will find me when you seek with all your heart. And these guys in this passage were not ready to seek God with all their hearts because they were scared if they said this thing out loud, it was going to change everything. Man, if you really want to find God, seek after him because he's seeking after you. And we're going to close our service by declaring some truths that Christians have believed for thousands of years. We're going to have a creed on the screen. And we're going to say, I, I believe in God the Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God is three in one. And some of you are going to be able to stand up and sing that out. And some of you aren't. And there's something powerful about saying this is what we believe together with the church universal for 2,000 years. And yet some of us are saying, I, I can't sing this song. If you can't, don't sing it. But if you can't sing this song, take some time this week and come before this God that you may or may not believe exists and say, God, this is what I do know. If you're real, show me what it means to seek you with all my heart. And my challenge for you is that you would do it. So let's stand together. And those who are able, let's proclaim what we do believe.